Hi, it's Kelly Savage with the Butterfly Thoughts Podcast. Welcome and thank you for joining me as we take our transformation journey day by day, thought by thought, and we're doing it together. In a few short minutes a day, we provokingly reflect and challenge ourselves into a different perspective, starting with just one thought. Today's episode is a small nightmare. So I had what you might call a small nightmare in my workday the other day as I was traveling some distance. I was about 20 minutes away from my destination when I heard some noises. Well, then the steering didn't feel too good. So obviously I pulled over and we discovered that we now have a flat tire. Okay, most people might be able to change their flat and be on their way but I can't. I have to admit I never learned. And neither could my passenger comfortably. No, that is not the small nightmare that I speak of. What proceeded afterwards started our little debacle. After we called service and thinking all was well because their app said that they will be there in 45 minutes, we sat back on our phones answering emails, just talking. Two hours passed, and after checking out the app constantly, I called and talked with the service, who paged the tow guy only to verify where I was because they said it didn't show up in the system. But after I told him about the mile marker we were at, he says, oh, okay, that's most one of the most dangerous spots. We have to get you off the highway. Well, I actually could have told him that because for those two plus hours we witnessed truckers going by at 75 to 80 miles per hour, within a foot or two of our car at times. We had a policeman come by and asked if we got if we called somebody, and when I replied yes, he told us to get back in the car, buckle up, and do not get out. He then left. Yes, he put flares up, but he didn't offer anything else. To add, about after the three hours, we really were needing to go to the bathroom. I will skip over that part for everyone's sake, but although funny, most likely was not the safest thing to do either. Then three and a half hours after we originally placed the phone call for assistance, a tow truck pulled up. And let me think of how I could say this. Um, The tow truck looked like it needed a tow truck. After looking at the tire and trying, they informed us that they couldn't get the lug nuts loose. Therefore, they would have to tow us. Oh, now wait, I almost forgot the part that their towing mechanism was not working and they needed to fix that before they got our car lifted. Okay, we're ready to roll to the garage and we realized the tow tow truck fits three people and there was four of us. The math obviously didn't add up, but I put my passenger on my lap and we took off for what we thought was a five to seven mile ride. Not bad, right? It was five to seven miles, but 20 minutes to 25 minutes to get there because of the hills and back roads and the visibility being about 50 to 100 feet that day. Oh, did I mention that it was pouring and the low visibility with the truckers flying by? So we set off to go to the garage and sitting in the tow truck with defrost heat on high, the closing in feeling that I was getting, 
the woman on my lap, the low visibility, pouring rain, and the driver coughing on me and asking me how to get to the garage as if I was from around there. Um, he also was saying at the same time while he was coughing that he was getting sick. I was just about a minute away from my very first official anxiety attack and feeling extremely claustrophobic. I never did have an anxiety or panic attack before in my life. However, I can tell you that day I was extremely close. I started talking to myself all the way through the situation, texting my husband, trying to keep myself busy, and really trying to focus on other things. But as you, as you can tell, maybe even with me recounting this, I can still feel the situation in the depths of me. Seeing that garage was an amazing feeling to me. We made it, right? Yes, we did. We made it to the garage and between a few questions about service and if they had the tire in stock, those issues seemed insignificant to our last four hours. So we, so we pushed right on and saw the finish line which by the way was in the form of my work car with four good tires on and ready to roll out of the garage and back to my office. Fast forward, I'm good, tire good, another day full of sunshine and because I never got to my original destination, I had to go the next day. As I rounded the hill and started to come down the incline where it all went wrong the day before, I will tell you that all kinds of different scenarios were rushing through my mind. All kinds of feelings while reliving that few hour window the day prior. Those thoughts ran away with me more than I care to admit. But in transparency, I will be honest to say they were playing with me. Then the scenarios of the what ifs began to play. In all kinds of different forms. When we normally are driving down the highway, walking down the streets, going about our business, we are not thinking about the what ifs, and especially so intensely as when you went through something to trigger you, like our little small nightmare. But after something like that does happen, it sets the stage to other thoughts. And if thought on, pondered, if played with, they can become bigger and more out of control. So I had to do the battle of the mind and capture my thought exercise. You know, the old mind over matter and exercise the thought control that we all really do possess. The conscientious, deliberate thinking on other things to get past and be able to move on. We've all been there. The living the situation all over again in our mind, the thoughts of worse scenarios, and pondering on them until we feel that we might be in a downward spiral. Those what ifs. Well, during that, my butterfly thought did come in, and not as quietly as normal, but nonetheless was my thought that did transform me in that moment. The butterfly thought was fear. That's all I heard, one word. I actually didn't need to hear it anymore 
or anything else with it. I knew in that one word what I was dealing with and also knew I didn't want to deal with it. I was operating in fear of the unknown, fear of a past event that occurred, a fear of the future things like the what ifs. But it was strong enough to tell me that it was the fear that was making me feel and think of those thoughts at that moment. The truth is, fear is the opposite of faith, the opposite of hope, opposite of living in the moment. Fear can wreak havoc in not only our minds, because that's where it starts, but also in our lives. Fear can stop us, definitely, if we let it. Can it be overwhelming at times? Absolutely. No question. Can it be hard to just turn that off? Yes, no doubt. Please note, I'm in no way trying to portray that these thoughts are not real because they are. I'm not trying to say that they are easily controlled because at times they are not. After my mom was out of of the blue diagnosed with a very rare form of aggressive cancer, My husband and I were going home from the hospital that night. A few hours after the diagnosis, we were on this particular road and I just cried. That was almost four years ago. Every time still, while I get on that road, I get a gut-wrenching feeling that brings me back to that very moment. It has lessened over the years. It's been a journey. And the feeling definitely is still there at times. But not as much. I replace it with a memory of my mom. And before you know it, the thought is replaced by a beautiful memory. So what am I I saying? I'm saying that there's hope. That when we move away from thoughts that want to bind us as we refuse them and as we think on different things. Replacing those thoughts with other thoughts that we treasure or find positive, that living in the moment feeling becomes more real, that faith becomes more attainable and a little easier to see, and hope can replace what fear wants to steal from us. That is what I have to offer today. I do not want anyone ever going away from this episode feeling or thinking that I'm making this easy when in fact panic attacks and anxiety attacks are real. They are not easy. And for many people, they deal with them consistently. My prayer for every one of us is this, that faith, hope, and love replace all fear in our lives, one day at a time, one thought at a time. Thank you for joining today.